0: I want to give you a little bit of insight, really, on a story that I tell about letting go and allowing the universe to catch you. Uh, You know, when I think about giving, even if you don't have a lot, you know, you have to trust the fact that, you know, that giving is going to allow everything to happen. And it's not going to be easy. You know, when I wrote that first check, it wasn't easy, but I let go and I knew the universe would catch me. And so we'll give a little bit of insight. Let me know what else you'd like to learn. Love to do these videos to help people, help themselves. Elevate others to elevate yourself. This is The Playbook. Your story reminds me that it's me, when I first went bankrupt, I started making money. Man, I love, so, sorry, man, I love your story, man. That's <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> but oh my I, gosh, oh, it's, it is what it is. But my wife, right, Like my poor wife right now is dealing with this shit, but, sorry. Cheap. Yeah, sorry. And I wrote my first check, right? And I made money, but I, I had three daughters at a time, no son. You know, I, I had in front of me college, graduate school, weddings, and my own life coming off of nothing. So the first check I get, I write a check to charity. And, and back then it was Crescent Moon Foundation, which is Warren's charity. And I said, hey, are you okay with this? And she said, yeah, what, why are you doing it? because she wanted to check to see if I was doing it as a trade, like, see if I had, because she's really, right, was I trading, trading this to get money back, and I said, no, because that, that's how I'm going to live my life. I'm making my money to be of service, so I'm going to make a difference, and I have to make that commitment from day one, not when I'm uncomfortable. The comfort will come because I'm committed, not because of the outcome, and so she looked at me, she goes to the office, she goes, you should double it, and I go, like I was, oh my I, I, I'm like, not this month, because <laughs> I was still full of fear, right? I, I literally, I mean, I humbly have to tell you, you know, like, I'd, I'd love to say that I had the, the faith that my wife did at the very first month. And I'm like, yeah, I should double it, but I wasn't. It was like, not this month. And for six months, though, it was painful to give that check. And I had to fight my fear, fight my scarce feelings of just enough, fight it all. And as I kept giving and giving, after six months, I was in the flow. And all of a sudden, it was like abundance was upon me. I, right? And it just I could I could then feel unconditional, and secure in, in securing it. But you have to go through that period where it's not, you know, it's just not comfortable. But you have to have faith, right? And you're putting your faith when you put your faith in the right thing. The universe responds. It's like that's where his faith is, and more than enough. He's putting his faith in more than enough. I'm putting my, every month I was putting my faith in more than enough, and all of a sudden, the universe started what? Giving me what I had faith in, more than enough. If I was scarce, right, oh, I can't do it this month, I can't give this month, what's my faith in? Not enough or just enough? Oh, I just have enough to get by, just for me, right? Just enough. Guess what six months from then I would have had? Just enough. enough. And so many people tell me all the time, "I, I got enough to get, I'm happy, I just got it, I got enough, just enough, or some, even that have tons, they don't have enough. Well, because they put their faith in not enough, so they're killing themselves. And when they lie on their deathbed, right, they lie on their deathbed with no family, no friends, no happiness, like Steve Jobs, if you ever seen what he wrote before he died, right, that, te- that text is out there. That's a man that lived in a world of not enough. We live in the natural, but that faith is in the supernatural. And I've seen touches of favor that change people's lives And when it all doesn't seem like it's possible, it becomes probable and then it becomes reality or your perspective. And I trust, I just trust it. Like, I have no fear. And I I, I almost expect cool stuff uh, to happen because I put my full faith, unconditional love and truth in other people to help. Like even when these guys travel with me, that's my oldest and best friend. And I, I try to overlap things and, you know, it's like, some people may doubt, you know, the, the efforts as far as why do you do all this? You know, like my, I went to a high school friend, you know, oh, dude, you're traveling all over. You're doing, don't you have time for, I'm like, I make time for everything. Like, Cause I, live in a world, I live in a world of more than enough. I'm FaceTime, I'm calling, my wife has emergency today. I said, you need me to fly home right now? I would have dropped everything. You would have got a call. I would have told you my wife's father is, is passing away. I need to be home for her. But even her, she's like, no, what are you going to do here? I go, I was going to be with you to support you. I have plenty of people here with me. They'll be home tomorrow night. And it's just a different world. And that's the one I want for so many other people. I had a lady today, first time coaching the assessment, and she goes, well, how do I know you're going to have time to help me? Right? I watch you on the internet, you have all this stuff, I'm like, because... I make a commitment and I make the time and I choose the people, that's why I assess it. Not, I don't do assessment with everyone. I want to learn in a month, is this someone that I can help? And if not, I'll, I'll help in a way I'll find them help or give them advice. And there's some people I can't assess because they call me and I can tell they're not aligned. And so I push them to another coach of mine you know, and, and help them that way. But to have that time, if I make the commitment, I'm going to be there one season in my brother, son's He, you know, was an eight or six at the time. I said I'd coach his little league team. Yeah. And I literally, like John Henry with the steam. When you're against the machine, I didn't miss one baseball game of his. And I was traveling red eyes. I was leaving at four in the morning. Places. I even. You know, probably shouldn't even say this on camera. I took a private plane one time that cost me a fortune because it was the only time I could get home and leave in time. Like, I think I got paid, and I paid my whole speaking engagement just to get home because I made a commitment. And the one time, I remember, one time I didn't make the game, and my son said, hey, you promised me that you were gonna make the game. I said, I know, but I'm speaking at Lola Marimont to a bunch of underprivileged kids, thousands of these kids and I've made a conscious decision because they need no more than you do. He's six years old. I said, I hope you understand. I made a commitment, but they need me more than you. And he was like, oh, okay, I'm okay, daddy, right? But to me, out of all the times I showed up, the biggest lesson for him that he learned, I think, about me and about him was the day I didn't show up and had a legitimate reason. It wasn't, daddy has to work, Right? It wasn't, it was daddy had to serve a bigger purpose than my commitment to you. And right, and I think if more people make those types of choices, because right? it's so funny, they won't make the, they'll go ahead and go to a business meeting. My wife told me, and I, I know I'm running out of time, but you gotta hear this because you're in this position. I remember my wife asking me one night when I was, I, I never did 2 a.m., I'm a 4 a.m. guy and I was in the office by 4.30. I wasn't meditating at the time, right? I was beating myself grinding. You're like the Midwestern Ohio guy I am. I cannot outwork you. And she said, why is it that you treat people that you don't know better than the people you love? I'm like, what? She's like, a- people call you you don't even know, and you jump and you answer the phone and you pay attention to them and you go and travel to meet them and talk to them and help them. and do. Why is it that you're treating and it hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, I gotta reprioritize everything. I gotta tell, you know, if my son tells me to be here, sorry, right? And then I made one more adjustment in my life from there. I said, I gotta treat myself better than even the people that I love because I'm not gonna be here. And I better treat the people I love better than the people I don't know. And, right, all of these things. And so then I put my health first. Right? I started meditating, working out, I got a trainer, a nutritionist, you know, I, I spend more on my health than people spend on a Ferrari, right, I do, but I need it, right, I need to be here because I got to have my energy, I got to help yeah. people, I got to be here for my company and my family and everyone, so I think one of the, you know, I coach, one of the things I want you to look at is I want you to have those priorities, I want you to be able to be humble and ask for help, when you see it is... Ask and attract, say, hey, can you you help me or do you know someone that can help me, right? The more people you do, you're creating an army, your own Marines, your own platoon, right? Semper Fi, right here, and take care of yourself first, your family second, and the company third by asking and attracting, cool?